So in 2006, I was living in Asheville, North Carolina, and that summer, I got an ear infection for the first time in my life. And I'm one of those people that will avoid going to the doctor for no good reason. And um, also, I thought that ear infections would just go away on their own, uh, kind of like a cold or herpes. So <laughs> I, figured, I figured I'd just wait it out. About three weeks later, it turns out they can get a lot worse, and I could no longer hear out of my right ear, and among other things, I was coughing so much that I couldn't sleep at night. So I thought, maybe I should go to the doctor. So I did, and I got some antibiotics for the ear, and I got some cough syrup with codeine to sleep at night. So then it was a Friday, and I decided to stay in and go to sleep early, uh, excited to embark on my road to recovery. It was about 8 o'clock, and I took a healthy sir serving of the cough syrup, hopped into bed, and what followed I can only describe as utopia. My bed had never felt so comfortable, and my sheets felt like I was being hugged by a million warm, tiny fairies. And I drifted off into a blissful sleep, completely unaware of the world, until about 7.30 the next morning. I don't think I cons consciously heard the first crash because I was in my utopian cocoon. But somewhere in the back of my head, there was a voice yelling, get up, they're hitting your car. And then the second crash really piqued my interest. So I got up and looked out the window. There was my neighbor's van, which he lived in, my car, and then a truck that was up on the sidewalk suspiciously close to my car. And this was really surprising. And I didn't really know what to do. But then the voice said, run downstairs. So I ran downstairs. And I got outside just in time to see the truck prattling away, making this ticka, ticka, ticka sound. My neighbor, Van Man, ran up to me and he said, did they hit your car too? And I said, I don't know. So I walked around the car, and the backside was completely crushed in. And I thought, well, what do I do now? And the voice said, chase them, Allison, chase them. <laughs> and I'm notorious for not being able to find my keys, so I took it as a sign of fate when I found them just inside the door. And I grabbed them and ran back outside. Now, let's review. I'm in my pajamas, which look a little like something you'd wear to yoga. I have no shoes, no wallet, no phone, no glasses, which without my glasses, everything just looks like fuzzy shapes and colors. But I took off anyway. So I'm driving around my neighborhood thinking, now where would I go if I just hit a car? And down the hill there was this gas station, and I thought, you know, I think I might need a Coke if I just hit a car <laughs> and think things over. So I went down to the gas station, and there was a truck there. And I stared at him, and he stared at me. And I stared at him and realized this is totally not the right guy, the right truck. <laughs> and I should just go home because I'm not going to find these people. So I headed home completely deflated until I heard a really familiar sound, which sounded like ticket, 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 ticket. And I look up to see the car passing, well, his truck, passing me, going the other way. And so I did a U-turn right there, and I thought, okay, so if these are the people, they're going to speed up when I get right up to them. 
So I caught up, and they took off. And I followed them, and just like that, I'm in a high-speed car chase at 7.45 in the morning. <laughs> and I know that all I have to do is look at the license plate. All I need is the license plate number. It's all over. But the problem is I don't have my glasses, so I can't really see anything. So I keep trying to get close enough to read it, but I keep thinking, is that a 2 or a Z? Is that a B or an 8? And before I could figure it out, they took a sharp turn into a neighborhood, and this neighborhood was known for really narrow streets and lovely craftsman-style homes. <laughs> and um, they were blowing through stop signs, and so I was pausing just long enough to see that I wasn't hitting a van full of kindergartners. So we raced through the neighborhood, and we came to a T, and they took a right. And I knew the only thing at the end of this neighborhood was this apartment complex that was huge. All the apartments looked the same, and it was a maze. But I followed them anyway. And they must have not known where they were going either, because they took the first left, and it was a dead end. So they drove right up to the grass, and I pulled right behind them. And then the doors flew open. <laughs> this was the first time that I thought, perhaps this was a miscalculation. <laughs> perhaps it was not a good idea to follow these people. They could have just killed someone, accidentally hit my car when they were trying to get away. So I braced myself for whatever was going to come out. Out of the right side, the driver's side, that would be the left side, wouldn't it? Out of the driver's side, this guy with dreadlocks down to his butt falls out with his arm full of energy drinks. <laughs> On the left side, these two teenage blonde girls get out also with energy drinks. And they all run into the woods, <laughs> leaving the car running. I looked to my left and realized there had been a woman standing there and witnessed the whole thing. So I get out, and she said, what happened? And I said, well, they hit my car, so I chased them. <laughs> Do you have a phone? And she said, well, no, but I'm going to go catch the bus, and the bus driver will have a phone. And I said, okay, I'll go with you. So we walked to the bus stop, and we sit down, and she says, so where did this happen? And I said, oh, on Montclair near, near Hillside. And she said, oh, Hillside. I used to have an apartment there that had a balcony and I had a little garden and I went, oh, balcony with a garden. And I realized I'm still high as a kite. <laughs> Completely loopy. About that time, this woman came out of an apartment and my bus friend said, Loretta, Loretta, you got a phone. This woman needs to call the police. The what? This woman needs to call the police. It's still really early in the morning. And the woman said, all right, but I got to go to work, so she has to be fast. And I assured her, I will call the police very quickly. <laughs> so I told the police what would happen, and they told me that they would uh, send somebody out. And I said goodbye to my friends, and I stood by my car for what I thought would be about 45 minutes. Two minutes later, five cop cars come screaming into the parking lot, Lights on, sirens blaring, and for some reason, my reflex was to put my hands up. <laughs> so, they get out, 
And someone says, are you the one who called? And I said, yeah. And he said, you can put your hands down. And I said, thank you. So I explained in detail what had happened, conveniently omitting the part of the cough syrup with codeine in it. And they said, okay, you can go home. We'll call you if we need you. So I drove home, and I was oddly serene and calm, given the circumstances that had happened and all the laws I had broken. When I got home, my roommate was already awake, and she said, well, that cough syrup seemed to work. You're up early. <laughs> and I said, oh, there was a, there was a high-speed car chase, but I think I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>